Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the podcast that explores the creative process of writing from books, scripts, plays, and poems to songs and blogs. This series focuses on authors, publishers, and artists. Catherine's guests share their process of writing in all its forms. Listen along to discover personal journeys behind their work, explore options from indie to traditional publishing, and learn tips and secrets to inspire you. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the show that tells the stories behind the stories. Today, my guest is an illustrator and now author. Originally from Sofia, Bulgaria, she sought asylum in Newfoundland and Labrador in 1990 and made it her home, and we sure are glad that she did. Please welcome Veselina Tomova to Let's Get Writing, and I'm going to bring her right up in the screen. Hi, Veselina. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Nice to be on the show. And it's so nice to have you here. I have been enjoying looking at your beautiful illustrations in many of the books of Running the Goat Books and Broadsides. And um, I was so excited to have you come on the show. And we're going to be talking about your book. But first, let's learn a little more about you. Um, what can you share with us about your journey to end up here uh, as, a, as a writer and illustrator? Well, it's a bit unusual, uh, my story is. Um, I was born uh, and I grew up in Bulgaria um, behind the Iron Curtain. So for the first 32 years of my life, I, um, I live there. Um, and um, I had a very happy childhood. I was born in a loving family and I was cherished and, and uh, I, I had a wonderful time. Uh, but as I grow up um, and started realizing that uh, there is a wall separating my country from the rest of the world. And uh, um, this oppression, these uh, restrictions, they were difficult for me to handle because I was a curious um, uh, uh, person and I wanted to see the world and I wanted to reach my full potential and at that time in my home country this was not possible so um, uh, I went as far as I could which was eastern Germany where I went to university and studied uh, uh, printmaking and illustration and book design and uh, um, I also encountered the Berlin Wall uh, personally. Mm. Uh, and I find it extremely depressing, like to realize that uh, this is an actual wall that that and there is no crossing it. And uh, no matter how much um, I worked and how much I, was willing to invest in my uh, professional development, I there were just things I could not do. Um, so 
it was in 1990. Uh, the Berlin Wall uh, came down in 89, and with that, some changes in the Eastern Europe started. So this is what I call the crack in the wall, <laughs> which gave me the opportunity to get on a flight to Cuba, uh, which eventually landed in Gander to refuel, um, where I claimed um, asylum. And uh, so in the fall of 1990, I ended up in, in Gander. Um, I got to say I knew nothing about Canada. Um, didn't have any plans. I had my son, three years old, with me. I had $200 and I thought I was well prepared to start a new life. Oh my goodness. You know, so, <laughs> when you so tell me that is... story, I, I just get goosebumps. I really do. <laughs> anyway, uh, it sounds brave, but it, it wasn't brave, really. I was uh, a bit desperate. I, I just wanted to get away from what I knew and the life I lived before and just wanted to explore and see uh, how far I can get. So it was it was the wind that blew me across <laughs> New Land. And um, as luck will have it, uh, turns out that Newfoundland and I were a good fit. So pretty much ever since I've been living in St. John's and I have my studio here in the battery overlooking the harbor. And I find this um, a constant source of inspiration because uh, it's always changing. Um, the light is shifting, um, the scenery is changing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I can spend, um, I can spend um, days and weeks sketching uh, the comings and goings in the harbor. And uh, a lot of yeah. my artwork is actually related to the sea and uh, um, the themes of exploration and discoveries. You know, um, I want I, I find your story just amazing. And you say that perhaps it, it, it didn't seem that amazing. But when I think of someone leaving everything behind and coming here and recreating a life with, with $200 in their pocket, <laughs> you know, it's a lot. But what a life you've created. And this is what well, I'm uh, so pleased uh, to share with people. Uh, I probably wouldn't do it today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, uh, but I, I was, uh, I guess I was adventurous enough and I was, uh, uh, I had uh, pretty high self-esteem. <laughs> well, sometimes that I, can, that I can always provide for myself and my son. And, uh, and I guess I also had a bit of good luck because um, soon upon arrival, I got my first commission with uh, Breakwater Books and then other work followed. And, uh, and then um, I established my graphic design company with um, a friend of mine, Vesela Brokolova, who happened to be on the same flight together. Oh. And uh, in 93, we were both single mothers. 
<laughs> with similar background. So we decided to join forces and we establish our company vis-a-vis -vis graphics. And um, uh, we did quite a lot of work, especially in um, interpretive design and exhibit design, and uh, which uh, took us all around the province. And so we, we had the opportunity to appreciate the heritage and the culture and get to know the people better. And perhaps that's why I've, I've brought the title of your book, The Wall and the Wind, um, up here on the screen. And I have a little poodle here who's shaking her ears. <laughs> um, she, the book itself, I think, describes a lot about your life and Newfoundland and the, the young girl in it. So I wanted to ask you, you've, you've illustrated many books. This is the first one you've written. Why did you choose to write about this, this particular topic? Um, well, um, I uh, happen to work a lot with uh, a, a local publisher running the God Books and Broadsides. And uh, the publisher, Marnie Parsons, um, was fascinated when I was telling her stories about my uh, growing up in Bulgaria and my life prior to coming to Canada. And she kept on say, saying, oh, there is a book in this, there is a book in this. And, and I just ignored it because uh, I was quite busy with uh, um, uh, visual um, art projects. And um, what, it just wasn't on my list. Uh, I didn't feel the need to, to write my story until um, a few years ago, she said, well, I put your book on my uh, publishing list for next year. And I, I said, uh, which, which one? <laughs> she said, well, the one you're gonna write. And then I realized that uh, she was serious. And uh, so I better get serious myself. And um, so I, uh, it, it's, it's the first, um, story I, I wrote, uh, and because it's my own story, uh, it, it was very easy to put together. Like the first draft took me half an hour. <laughs> Many writers would wish. <laughs> well, I don't know if I have another story in me, but at least this one was very easy uh, to put on, on paper. And, um, and then um, being uh, both the author and the illustrator and the book designer, it's very beneficial for the uh, final outcome uh, because um, I could adjust uh, things that weren't working either in the words or in the image images and make the flow better. So, um, this is one of the benefits of uh, having uh, full control over, uh, over the story. Uh, and also, um, ever since I was a child, like the reason I uh, um, became involved in um, uh, book design and publishing was because um, I love uh, um, two things. I love reading and I love drawing and like 
getting into illustration was like um, a very natural path mm -hmm. for me. And uh, it also gives me a great freedom to explore different um, uh, um, different stories, different uh, uh, time frames, um, costumes, um, um, uh, history, cultures, uh, all of this, and gives me gives me the opportunity to experiment, which is very important for me. And so I'm not stuck in one style. Usually, is the text that drives the technique, the the medium. Mm -hmm. And in the, the book here, um, I can see the movement of the wind in the cover. And yeah. th that title, the, the wall in the wind, well, we know the wall, that, that part that it formed in your life, but the wind, was that your first impression of Newfoundland when you landed? <laughs> well, like, you know, it's not like a gentle breeze that you could ignore. <laughs> The wind can cut you in half. It's uh, <laughs> and I wasn't used to it, you know. Uh, so, but then it it sort of became like a metaphor for uh, movement and um, energy and and um, freedom. Uh, so then I made my peace with with the elements. <laughs> Mm -hmm. the, the funny story is um, I didn't go back to Bulgaria for five years because I waited uh, until I got my Canadian passport and uh, uh, when I went back for the first time uh, and I I uh, the plane landed and I was um, out on the uh, uh, on the tarmac and something felt odd something was like very strange and then i realized like uh, the air wasn't moving there was no wind and and this was i found this so bizarre it it was like oh my god uh, this is uh, a, this is different <laughs> You know, when I first came back home to Newfoundland, it was the same thing that I noticed was the wind. And I'm not sure we have the same wind in Central as on the East Coast. Yeah, I, I was used to wearing things like hats and it was like, this is constantly crazy here. There's yeah. so much wind, but um, it, it, it's beautiful. I feel like your imagery in, in the, the book captures this sense of movement. Uh, and let's look at some of the imagery. It's written for children. It's I, I don't know how you took your story and put it into so few words so beautifully, um, but you sure did. But tell us a little more. Is this this is an, a picture of you? I guess here. <laughs> yeah, this is um, me, um, uh, probably one or one and a half, uh, in um, our farmhouse. Uh, um, in northern Bulgaria, and uh, my family, my parents, my grandparents, um, and as I said, I was um, I was uh, a very happy child, and I was surrounded with so much love, and and I had my my family gave me all the opportunity they they could, um, uh, so that I can. I can feel loved and, and mm -hmm. that I can 
feel um, um, cherished. Well, it certainly comes through and the colors and the countryside and this is your brother. I oh, see. that's my little brother. Yes, my yeah. annoying little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now he grew up uh, he's uh, twice my size and we still love each other very much and he's still in bulgaria <clears throat> sorry about this uh, yeah he's still in bulgaria and uh, i hope to see him very soon in the montorsal oh wonderful oops i went a little too fast there okay and this is oh the the desire to be an explorer which probably yes yes visa. yes yeah when i when i look back um uh, my parents had uh, a big library and uh, they were full of books of uh, um uh, explore explorations and discoveries and these were my favorite ones so i could imagine myself uh, being in the desert or discovering new lands or but it was only in my imagination I as far as I could go uh, the only place I could go was uh, within uh, the confines of the socialist countries uh, which so, brings us which, which in this case in this case when I was uh, uh, at university I took the chance and went to Leipzig uh, in Eastern Germany because I, I just um, uh, didn't find it uh, at the Arts Academy in Sofia where I started my education. Um, I didn't find that it was offering me enough challenges. Uh, so uh, in Leipzig in terms of uh, professional development was perfect. Um, but uh, after I uh, completed my master's there, I worked uh, for another two years, mostly in Berlin, where most of the publishing houses were. And every time when I go for a meeting, I would encounter uh, the wall. Like uh, some of the publishing houses were very near the wall because it was going straight through the middle of the city. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is this is a self-portrait of me uh, feeling very, very down and going away uh, past the barrier that I, I could not cross. Mm. And we move on to more of the wind. And <laughs> this is Newfoundland. And then, then actually I happened to arrive here and <laughs> Uh, and this is uh, a, a depiction of my first impressions of the battery. Uh, and uh, one of the little houses down there, the blue one, is actually became actually mine. <laughs> uh, but from day one, uh, since coming to St. John's, Battery wasn't a fashionable uh, neighborhood back then in the 90s, but I thought this is where I want to live. I think I'll be happy there. Mm -hmm. So, and it just happened that I, I ended up here, and I think I'm gonna stay. Oh, nice! And it 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 is. You look like you've 
<laughs> sort of settled in there. And I see on the sign, it's, uh, I think, Sophia and then Cape Spear and then Berlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some uh, milestones. <laughs> milestones. And, you know, um, these are just some images from the book to tantalize people and encourage them to 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 look further and yeah. uh, the book is now available, which is wonderful. And uh, and it's, I think in terms of, I, I know you wrote it to tell your story, but what message would you like people, uh, you know, sharing this with their children to take away? Well, I think the message is quite clear. It's, um, it's about the importance of uh, having the freedom to choose. Like if, if, um, if I weren't born um, uh, uh, behind the Iron Curtain, my life would have been very different, I suppose. Um, but uh, the, the lack of freedom on one side makes you very uh, creative and very resourceful in finding ways to nurture your uh, creativity. On the other hand, um, you lose a lot of time in, uh, like in every major move, uh, there is time lost in re-establishing re yourself and uprooting yourself and then um, finding ways to fit in and to belong somewhere else. So I think the message is that, uh, uh, the importance of choice and freedom is not to be underestimated and that creativity is a way to always um, have some some of these uh, qualities in your life. Mm, beautiful, a beautiful, beautiful message along with your artwork and your artwork graces not only your book, but many of the books with uh, Running the Goat books. Um, yeah. When you when you go and, and, and you, you receive a story and you're creating, what's that process like for you? Oh, um, this is my favorite part yeah. when I get a new manuscript and then I usually go to a coffee shop and I get myself a nice cup of coffee and I sit with my laptop and my sketchbook and I dream of how beautiful the next book is going to be. <laughs> And, and uh, so this uh, daydreaming is, uh, is actually, and the first sketches, um, some of them uh, make it into the final product, some of them don't, but it, it is the process of imagining uh, and, and finding new ways of um, uh, reinventing my own um, style as an illustrator because the thing I don't want to do I don't want to repeat something I already know I want each each of my project to be an opportunity for uh, further advancement and 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 um, um, some new um, discoveries uh, so I'm not afraid to fail <laughs> uh, no. And, and I always hope to succeed. So, uh, and uh, it, sometimes it doesn't happen the, uh, from the first try, but then, then I try again and eventually I get there. 
Do you work closely at all with the authors, or do you? you know, yes, I prefer work? to be in contact with the author because uh, um, it it is important to get um, their um, their ideas of what the book is going to be like, how they see their story uh, told um, visually, um, and um, I I have worked with. Um, writers who are very open-minded and and Marnie as a publisher is extremely generous with her um, time and her advice and her understanding of what I'm trying to do. So we have a wonderful working relationship. And I think a friendship as well, don't you? Oh, yes, and a friendship <laughs> as well, yeah. <laughs> which, you... also have, uh, which also helps a lot. Oh yeah, and well, we, we we tend to have the same uh, uh, taste in uh, what a good book should look like. We happen to go to uh, the children's book fair in Bologna, in Italy, for a few years now in a row, um, and uh, because it's so overwhelming once you're there, because it's it's just so many books, so many people, so. Uh, so much to see so uh, we we go our separate ways and then we meet and I say Marika I want to show you something I found which is really really good it turns out very often that she has found the very same book and uh, so we are very much in tune uh, as to what works and where the latest trends are so it is um, uh, it, it is wonderful to have somebody like her with her dedication to the quality of the work. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it makes um, uh, it, it makes uh, work uh, more fun, more <laughs> more joyful. Absolutely, and they and they describe or Marnie describes her her business is a micro press that publishes books of exceptional quality and that celebrate the culture of Newfoundland and Labrador. And I think that says a lot about the products that come from running the goat books. It truly, um, they truly are beautiful and you're part of the beauty that creates, uh, that creates that before we wrap up, I do want to, um, I want to thank you, obviously, for sharing your story and your time. But I want to let people know that uh, they can find you on Facebook. <laughs> and I was on your Facebook. You have some beautiful images there. Um, I learn more about you all the time. And you're also on Instagram. And um, I do want to know what's your medium? <laughs> what is it that you like to work with? Well, at the moment, uh, I'm working um, uh, on a body of work. Um, for uh, a show I'm going to have in the fall uh, at the Red Ochre Gallery. And uh, there are um, large paintings, uh, large acrylic paintings and uh, wood panels. Uh, and uh, the show is going to be called Sea Shanties. And it's, it's uh, uh, based on... Uh, uh, on experiences I had uh, during the pandemic and the lockdowns when everybody was uh, uh, 
staying home and and missing uh, the community life <laughs> and and i happened to listen i was working on something else and i happened to listen to some sea shanties from uh, um, uh, somebody in in britain and and they felt so uh, uplifting and so um, um, so positive and so uh, community oriented. So I thought, oh, if I can do some uh, paintings uh, based on sea shanties, this will be my way to uh, process what happened in the last three years. Wow. So um, this is what I've been working on uh, right, right now when I'm not working on books. And I, I am about to finish um, another book um, uh, for Running the God, uh, which is um, called The Pig and the Dumpling. And it's about the pig living on the southern shore uh, in a convent. Uh, who happened to swallow hot dumpling and <laughs> his, <laughs> his throat burns and, and he runs down to the cold ocean to get uh, a, a bit of, uh, to cool down his burning throat and, and while on the run encounters all sorts of people from the shore. So it's, it's another community uh, oriented uh, experience which I enjoy uh, working on very much because I I do love the southern shore and, and uh, always had grand time there so it's uh, it's uh, it's very good when uh, my own interests and and the work I get uh, kind of fit together so it it is like a blessing that's a beautiful way to end this. I think your life has fit like a blessing in our province. Thank you so much again, um, Selena. I could talk to you for so long, but thank you for sharing this. And folks, I hope you have enjoyed her story. Again, a wonderful story behind the stories. And thank you for joining us at Let's Get Writing. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So please let us know what you thought of this episode and share your ideas for future guests or topics. You can email us at letsgetwriting at katherinetaylor.ca. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, believe in yourself and let's get writing.